Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Today's theme is what is the truth. Everyone's searching for the truth. We all know politicians are liars. We know the government is full of crap. We know that everyone lies about everything in business. Wherever you turn, there's lies. So what is the truth? People say, what is the truth? Some say there is no truth. Just do what you want. Another question is, does God exist? That's for you to answer, not for me to ask. Now, I first faced these existential questions when I was 18. And I was reading existential philosophy, notably by Sartre, long forgotten a French alcoholic philosopher. But I ask myself the same questions. Is there truth? Where is it to be found? Now, for me, the truth is in reality. And I want you to link to the pictures of socialism at work in Venezuela. I want you to see what's going on while the liar in Venezuela, the president, Nicolas Maduro, very much like Obama, claims Venezuela has the best health care in the world after Cuba. There's no electricity, no antibiotics, no beds, no soap. Seven babies die a day in the hospitals. Bleeding patients are seen lying strewn on the floor, and doctors are operating without tools. That's socialism at work. That's where America will be in not a long time from now, unless there is a sea change in the political process in the United States of America. Obama is leading us to this disaster as sure as I am sitting here. I have covered this over and over again. What is truth? What is reality? Is Bernie Sanders telling you the truth? Bernie knows what socialism brings, but Bernie won't tell you about hospitals without medicine or about doctors without scalpels or anesthetic. Instead, Bernie sells you a bill of goods the way Bernie Madoff sold his investors on a Ponzi scheme. Bernie Sanders is basically a Ponzi scheme artist. Hillary Clinton, Ponzi scheme artist. We know the Clinton Foundation is a slush fund. We know that she's got lots of bad baggage. We also know she will not be indicted because she owns the system. So that leaves us with Donald Trump. Now, many of us are not sure about Donald Trump, but we're betting on him. But it's not to be about Donald Trump. It's about to be these topics of the day. So I'll begin with some of the stories that show us what the truth is. For example, Obama, the communist liar, is spending millions of dollars to find summer jobs, not for poor black kids, not for poor white kids, not for poor Hispanic kids who are citizens. Your president, your socialist liar, is spending millions of dollars to find summer jobs for refugees. He wants to make sure that Utica, New York's young refugees are not without a job. So Mr. Obama, the socialist liar, is spending millions and millions of dollars to make sure it doesn't happen. President Obama said of his new summer opportunity project, access to a job in the summer and beyond can make all the difference to a young person, especially those who don't have access to many resources and opportunities. Well, that's true. Why don't you talk about the poor white kids that don't have a summer job or the poor black kids whose families were born here hundreds of years ago about those who don't have a job? 
But no, Obama wants to make sure as a community organizer that the future is seated with future socialist voters. And so he will spend millions and millions of dollars launching dozens of initiatives across the land to make sure that not citizens but refugees get jobs. Here's another story. Two drown after being swept out by a current off a beach in Miami. So I looked into that, and there were two rabbis. But they were not or they were not liberal rabbis for whom the bell doesn't toll. They were actual real Jews. They were Orthodox Jews who practiced God's commandments all day long, six times a day praying, uh, three times a day praying, following every little commandment. And they went out into the uh, water, probably waiting. These are not swimming types, 67 and 66, from Williamsburg, New York. They're not the type that are ocean swimmers. These are guys who roll up their trousers above their knees and splash themselves with a little water under their arms. So a current comes in, grabs them by the feet, pulls them into the water, and they're dead. So the question to me is, where is God? Why did he take their lives? Why did he take their lives? Anyone have an answer to this question? There's no answer to the question. So does God exist? You tell me if God exists, because I'm not so sure. And the question is not whether I believe if God exists, or if you believe God exists. The issue is, why does he let the good die and the evil thrive? That's all. It's a simple question that goes back to the beginning of time. If you study Mount Vesuvio, and you see the remains of Pompeii, where the mountain explodes, and you see the remains of Pompeii, you see people frozen in time as they're hit by the molten ash. Were they all evil? Is that why God killed them? because he wanted to kill them because they were all evil. Everyone in that whole city below that volcano deserved to die. Or that Christian school bus that goes off a cliff and 33 children are killed as it falls into a ravine. Why did that happen? Because he's a just God or because it's just chance and it just was an accident? I'll let you decide. It's not for me to answer. It's for me to ask and for you to answer. So that brings us back to the question of what is the truth and why am I asking the question? Because we have politicians, all of whom are lying to us from the top to the bottom. We have people in the media who never tell you a word of truth. They do it only for ratings, just as the politicians do it only for, for, the, for the money that they gain to stay in office. They could care less where the truth is. They tell you point blank they're lying to your face. And so we're left with our own lives to lead. Now, how do we lead them? Well, each of us has his own way to get through life. Now, for me, it came down to this a number of decades ago, which was survival. I decided that reality was truth itself. Truth and reality were the same, and to me, reality became survival. I didn't want to listen to anyone telling me I stopped reading books on how to live. I stopped reading philosophers on what to think. I stopped listening to double talkers in the religious world who thought they know the answers when they didn't. I had to decide for myself what the truth was. And for me, the truth was survival, survival, survival. I found out that if I followed the rules of society, I would be crushed and thrown into the garbage can. That I, by following the rules, was thrown on the side of the road because of my race. Because I was not the chosen race or the chosen sexuality. I was a straight, heterosexual, white male, and I was the enemy of our society. And guess what? I played by the rules, and they threw me on the roadside. So I decided, you know what? I'll do what I have to do to survive. And now we come down to America today. Tell me what your reality is. Tell me what you decide the truth is. Tell me what you think the truth is in this political jungle in which we are living. Where is the truth for you? Well, there are other stories I'm going to talk about today, and I picked them up. We touched on summer jobs uh, for illegal aliens. African Americans need not apply. Obama apparently is catering to uh, illegals more so than African Americans. I don't know why that doesn't excite the liars in the African American civil rights community. The answer is because they're not in the civil rights community. 
They're in the civil rights business. It is a business like all other businesses. But because it is a holier-than-thou business, people are afraid to say a word about it. Michael Savage, a host like no other. Have you become a victim of the timeshare trap? You think there's no way out? Well, Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has helped over 35,000 families out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares, and they may be able to help you too. Listen, if your timeshare agreement goes on forever, if you were told timeshares are a great investment or your maintenance fees will never go up, you you need to get the facts about timeshare cancellation. For over 10 years, Wesley Financial Group has been dedicated to helping folks get out of a lifetime of debt by canceling their timeshares. So they created a free timeshare exit information kit that reveals how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. To get your free timeshare exit information kit, simply go to iCancelTimeshare.com. That's iCancelTimeshare.com. I'll say it one more time, iCancelTimeshare.com. Thank you very much. iCancelTimeshare.com. Middle East on the brink. North Korea on the brink. Iran increasing its aggression, elections in Taiwan. Look, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? You think it can happen here? It can happen here, but it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. As opposed to many other investments, gold Gold thrives in times of uncertainty. It is an important part of diversifying your savings. Now listen, here's how Birch Gold can help make it a part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. And it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. You want to learn more? Just text SAVAGE to 989-898 for a free info kit. S-A-V-A-G-E, text it to 989-898 and you get a free info kit. It costs you nothing. Just text SAVAGE to 989 with an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers, I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Protect yourself. Text SAVAGE to 989-898 and claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold. Do it now. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Thank you very much. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. What is God? Does God exist? What is the truth? Again, these are existential questions which I faced when I was 18. I'm facing them again because America is in total and absolute turmoil right now. People don't know which way to turn. They've lost their faith in God. They certainly lost their faith in the liars in the media. They know that they're all, they're all salesmen of one kind or another. They have no faith in any of the empty skirts or any of the suits. No faith in Congress. We don't know who to despise more, the media or Congress, but we despise them all, so we turn to other places for our truth. I remember when I was 18 years old and I had gone to Europe, the big trip to Europe. Um, whatever the reason was, I just took the big trip on the MV Waterman, spent some time over there, and then I came back to New York. I didn't know what I was going to do with my life, to be honest. I wasn't one of these kids who was, let's say, career-oriented. A lot of kids around me in Queens at the time came from families that drove them into careers very young and they knew what they were going to do they were going to be a doctor a lawyer 
or this or that. If they couldn't be a doctor or a lawyer, they became a chiropractor. If they couldn't become a chiropractor, they became a podiatrist. If they couldn't become a podiatrist, they became whatever. You go down the line, an accountant or this or that. I'm not knocking any professions, but they were driven in careers, and many of them went right into careers early on in life. I was not that type. I was always a dreamer. My head was always somewhere else. I always was reading philosophy, was interested in ideas, and of course, as a dreamer, I was sort of, in, in my own way, on the sidelines of life because I didn't know where I wanted to go. I don't think I was very different then than many young people are today who are searching, so to speak, to so-called find themselves. I don't even know what find yourself means, but the, it basically you find a way to make a living in plain English. If you find a way to make a living, you'll find out who you are. It's really very clear. Find a way to make a buck, and you'll find out who you are pretty quick. If you, if you can't make a dollar, you'll never know who you are. You're going to be drifting your whole life looking for yourself. So, yes, yourself is connected to making a dollar. So to make a long story short, I come back from Europe in this great search, the existential reality that I was living in, not knowing where reality was. So I remember I was driving on a roadside up in the Catskill Mountains at the end of the summer when I had come back, and I accidentally ran over and killed a rabbit. My mind, of course, was somewhere else. I was foggy in my head. I was thinking, and I was drifting. So I remember killing a rabbit. I got out and looked at the dead squash thing on the side of the road. Not a big deal. I mean, people eat rabbits. But the point was, it was dead. So I looked at it, and I said, today, I never forget what I wrote. Uh, in fact, I could find the line in my journal somewhere, but I remember it very clearly. Today, I ran down and killed a rabbit. This is reality. It's in one of my journals, probably 1964, a little green book. I remember it. Today, I ran down and killed a rabbit. This is reality. And then, in order to augment my view of life and death representing reality, which is what most of the world knows, but we in America don't know, except those who live in the worst ghettos of the United States of America. They live in the reality of life and death every second of their lives. Even the kids who want to do something with lives, if they walk out and hit the wrong street and meet the wrong maniac, they die. Okay, like that rabbit, they're shot for no reason. And so I then went and took a weird job in, to this day I can remember it, Queens General Hospital. I don't know if it's even still there, probably is was way up on Parsons Boulevard in Queens. It was a red brick building with a huge smokestack that was emitting, uh, you know, the, the waste of the hospital in those days. They burned it, and it went out into the air, which is the reason I left New York at the time. The air, the air was so polluted. So the point was I took a job as an orderly in the morgue. I'm not making this up. I know it sounds like, what? I just took a crazy job. Took a job in the morgue. Now, I'm not going to now launch into the murders at the Rue Morgue, because it's not about murders in the Rue Morgue. It was about what I saw in the morgue that helped solidify my view that reality is very much about survival. It's about life and death and nothing else. Savage. So many people have turned to God, and many people have turned away from God in our lifetime. I think more people have turned away from God than have turned, than have turned to God in certainly in my lifetime, the churches have emptied it out, uh, which is why the Catholic Church in particular is importing people from other countries to fill the pews. It's very bad business, like a movie theater with no one going to the theater anymore. So they need the customers for the for the movie. So they got to get them from another country, which is uh, now you step in with the immigration job. So let's look at the Bible for one second. I'll take your calls. Because if you read Isaiah, my favorite uh, talk show host of his time, Isaiah told us, I will give children to be there princes and babes shall rule over them and the people shall oppress one another every man his fellow and every man his neighbor the child shall behave insolently against the aged and the base against the honorable <laughs> tell that to target 
For a man shall take hold of his brother of the house of his father. You get the picture of what was going on? And then he wrote, as for my people, a babe is their master and women rule over them. <laughs> oh, so there are certain truths that are found in the Bible that even if they're just literary truths, seem to apply today. But does it mean anything in terms of you praying to some invisible entity that no one has seen in thousands of years? I mean, something happened thousands of years ago. People saw God. There was something about a burning bush. He told Moses and the Ten Commandments and the this and the that and the boom, the boom. And people have been killing each other over what the vision was for thousands of years. You have people within the same religion crucifying each other over their vision of what God said. You have people in the so-called monotheistic religions, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, who think that they all worship the same God, and yet they don't seem to get along very well while worshiping this very same God. And they all ask the same question while they're butchering each other and robbing from each other. And the question is, where is he? If he exists, why does he let the little children suffer? And why does he let the evil get away with their evil? These are questions I can't answer. Nor do I even ask them anymore. I stopped asking them a long time ago. Because I don't look for justice in the world. I don't see it anywhere. I don't strive for it. All I do is seek justice in my own life. I seek justice through survival. I'm going to say that over and over again. And if you analyze me, you analyze my show going back 22 years, you will find that my message, my political message, of borders, language, and culture is about the survival of a nation. That's what it came down to. It was not esoteric. It was not in God we trust. It was in borders, language, and culture we trust. And what happened was, along came the anti-Americans. And it was pronounced primarily on the Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton. They were the ones who started the meltdown of our borders, language, and culture. Make no mistake about it. They pushed through NAFTA. They put in a woman into the INS. I remember her name to this day. She should be indicted for war crimes against this nation. I know her name. I won't even mention it. Her name is, should be cast into the, into, the, into the hat of many people who've ruined this country. She was the one who first melted down our borders with Mexico. Then there was Janet Reno, who turned our motor vehicle bureaus into, not DMVs, but departments of Mexican voters. They did it specifically to overtake the nation and rule the nation through chicanery and to use illegal aliens from other countries who didn't even know what they were doing in robbing the treasury blind in order to use these illegal aliens to prevent those of us who know what they were doing from seeking justice. So where we are today is that there's a revolution going on in the political world. You have an unknown communist agitator named Bernie Sanders, one of the greatest fakers in the history of the world, promising things that he knows have failed and he can never deliver, attracting huge crowds of the drug-addicted youth, and of the others, mainly government workers, uh, socialists who want their pensions to continue, fools who don't think that an old man who talks like that is telling him the truth because he wears a rumpled suit.